For the first time in American history, the FBI has conducted a search at the home of a former president of the United States. Last August, the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, the gaudy redoubt of former U.S. President Donald Trump. The feds recovered more than 11,000 government documents and photographs, hundreds of them theoretically restricted far past the level of security clearance usually bestowed upon the caterers and cleaners of Florida golf clubs. It remains to be determined whether Trump absconded with this library of classified material out of mendacity or stupidity. And as ever, where Trump is concerned, the answer, why not both, is right there. The US Department of Justice is continuing its investigation, and as of this broadcast, charges have yet to be filed, and Donald Trump, as usual, denies everything. This is what Donald Trump wrote. There seems to be confusion as to the picture where documents were sloppily thrown to the floor and released photographically for the world to see as if that's what the FBI found when they broke into my home. Wrong! They took them out of cartons and spread them around the carpet, making it look like a big fine for them. They dropped them, not me. Very deceiving. This is not what this explainer is really about, but is noted by way of rolling the pitch for the terse yet astute meditation on the inane, screeching partisanship of current American political discourse, which will be along in a few minutes. And for our American listeners, rolling the pitch is a cricket metaphor, referring to the preparation of ground prior to play. There's probably a baseball equivalent. While we're establishing parameters, it is also important to be clear that where the mishandling of classified documents by current or former office holders is concerned, the United States really does not generally muck about. These are all things which have happened. In 2018, former CIA officer Jerry Chunxing Lee was arrested for unlawfully retaining national defence information. He got 19 years. In 2019, former National Security Agency employee Elizabeth Jo Shirley was charged with retaining top-secret documents. Eight years. These are far from the only such examples, and by way of demonstrating that it is not merely the small fry who end up on the hook for this kind of thing, in 2015 General David Petraeus, former actual director of the CIA, was charged with retaining classified material which he'd showed to his biographer, who was also, it turned out, his mistress. Petraeus pleaded guilty, was fined $100,000 and placed on probation for two years. So the present flap about the handling of classified material by President Joe Biden is potentially serious, a point which should not be occluded by the fact that many of the people raising the most racket about it are perennially trivial. The problem is not what Biden does with classified material now. He's president, he can make paper planes out of it and fly it out of the Oval Office windows if he likes. This is a picturesque exaggeration. Please do not write in pointing out that this is not strictly the case. The problem is what Biden appears to have done while, or shortly after being, vice president. Classified documents have been found in a locked closet at Biden's former office at his Washington DC think tank, the Penn Biden Center, and in the garage and library of his home in Wilmington. 
It is not comparable to the Tutankhamun-esque trove discovered at Mar-a-Lago. Maybe 20 items were retrieved from Biden's office or home, but some of the files found at the Penn Biden Center were marked top secret, the highest security classification. It is the case, according to some learned boffins, that as Vice President Joe Biden did have the authority to declassify documents on the basis of Executive Order 13526, issued by President Barack Obama in 2009. Even so, leaving stuff stamped top secret just lying around anywhere is, at best, a massive screw-up. Which, as things stand, does seem the likeliest explanation. And Biden's team moved swiftly to return all the material and have pledged complete cooperation with all concerned agencies, which is in marked contrast to the petulant obstructions of Donald Trump regarding his pretty clearly deliberately purloined documents. Is this administration weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against political opponents? Peter, the president believes in the rule of law. The president believes in the independence of the Department that's, of Justice. That's a yes or no. Just no, yes that is no. It's a yes or a no for you. I'm answering the question. Nevertheless, the optics for Biden are terrible, especially since U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland appointed a special counsel to investigate, just as he has in the Trump matter. By the way, my Corvette's in a lock garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Which, of course, is where what some conservative commentators are hopefully punting as garage gate serves as yet another illustration of the reduction of much of the American media to a chorus of malicious jeerers, half cheerleader, half football hooligan. The same outlets which insisted that Donald Trump was the entirely innocent victim of a sinister deep state plot, even suggesting that the FBI had planted the evidence, are now joyously traducing Biden as a crook and or traitor. If they try to prosecute President Trump for mishandling classified information, they literally will be riots in the street. I worry about our country. If there's not a special counsel appointed to find out how this happened with President Biden, regarding classified information, it will hurt the country. The reverse phenomenon is audible, though nowhere near as loud. As those making the most hay with this well understand, whether in politics or media, the details won't cut through, but the key plot line will, that they're all as bad as each other, that everybody is lying to you, except us, obviously. Whereas the way this is supposed to work, and the line that literally everybody in politics, media, and indeed the general public should be taking, and something so obvious seems hardly worth stating, but we are where we are, is that if plausible allegations are made, they should be investigated, and if rules have been broken, there should be consequences. For anyone, whether you like them, agree with them, voted for them, or not. For Monocle 24, I'm Andrew Muller.